Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, the two top teams in the East, they score off tonight in Philadelphia. So what are the keys for Embiid and Tatum to take sole possession of first place? We discuss. Plus, we're going to go from one coast to the other. The last two champions, they are in the mile-high city in what is sure to be a high octane offense going at it all night so who's gonna have the edge curry or Jokic? and you know what they say right history it repeats itself so why lebron he may have some extra motivation to write the lakership in h-town tonight nba today starts right now welcome to nba today and look at this the whole squad is here she is today agumake he is richard jefferson who looks thrilled to be here he is Kendrick Perkins. I'm Malika Andrews. Y'all keep sitting me over here. I've asked to be on that side multiple times for multiple reasons. And you guys, for whatever reason, have us still over here. Together. Well, now that well, you know social distancing rules have changed, we appreciate what No, you're no it's all good. Together. And you, you know I got a new theory. You know what I'm saying? I'm not oh, going to indulge this. in ignorance. Oh, okay. Not indulging in ignorance. Well, I don't know about all that, but there are 14 games on the schedule tonight, meaning that 28 of 30 teams are in action, and the games that kicks off the slate features two of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Let's start our show there. The Boston Celtics, they're in Philadelphia to take on the 76ers, who are riding an NBA best five-game winning streak. Now, they're the only two teams that are top five in both offense and defense, and Nick Nurse spoke ahead of the showdown. I just look at it as this, it's uh, two teams with a lot of talent, two teams that are playing pretty good. Um, we need the challenge, I, I keep saying that, like I'm looking forward to the challenge to, to see what levels we go up We go up in effort, intensity, concentration, execution, all those kind of things. It's okay, everybody should get amped up, you should watch this game tomorrow. Heck yeah! Yeah, we should watch this game. I am amped up. Thank you, Nick Nurtz. It's still early, but can this serve as sort of a litmus test? Who has something to prove here, Richard? Oh, this is uh, – look, I think, you know, Boston, they are still trying – in my opinion, trying to prove that they are that team. I know Philly has a lot going on, and they've got a new roster, and they've got some changes, but I think – the, 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 the journey for Boston has always been a championship. Like, for Philly, it's always about, hey, can we be in the mix? I know we say this, but they haven't been to a conference finals in 20-plus years. So I can't honestly say that they're in the mix. So Boston, for me, is about how can they tee up, how can they get better. So to me, the pressure and the message to me is Boston. Can they be the most dominant team? Mm, you're absolutely wrong. The message tonight is the 76ers. And damn it, they got to stand on business tonight. They got to walk in there with their men mentality to send a message because all the talk has been about the Celtics or the Milwaukee Bucks representing the Eastern Conference. And yeah. again, the 76ers right now are the third best team in the league. And it comes down to Tyrese Maxey for me. Mm. We, we know what Joel Embiid is going to do on a night-to-night basis. Even on his off night, is better than most guys' good night. Okay, so we know that. 
Tyrese Maxey, we got to look at him and say, you know what? Tonight is the night that you can actually show us more, right? He's going to yeah. get a heavy dose of Drew Holiday. He's going to get some Derek White. He's going to get some Jason Tatum. He's going to get some Jalen Brown. All of those guys are elite perimeter defenders. And then, on top of that, last thing, we know Tyrese Maxey is auditioning, right? to the world to show that he should be in the conversation with the young superstars. We know that he's about to get a big payday. But you know who else he's auditioning for? That max contract. I just said that. Joel and B. That max contract. Joel and B because it's he's people gonna get like, that. Yeah, because it's That's people like a wink, wink it's deal. people like Richard that you know out there that may that has been saying, you know, that Joel and B at some point he's gonna get tired and one out. Well guess what? Tyre- Tyrese Max in right. his play could actually convince Joel Embiid to stay. And I'm not talking about this game. I'm talking about the consistency of elite play through the regular season and the postseason. So you two aren't on the same page. That's normal here on NBA Today. But I like to That's play. That's Tell you correct. I like to play tiebreaker because it's time for our first yeah. official cheat sheet of the year. Let's, Let's get, get it. it. And for those who don't know, Cheat Sheet is helping you with your homework assignment, giving you everything you need to know ahead of big matchups like Sixers Celtics. Let's start with the best pick and roll in basketball. Shout out to Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey, as Perk said, who are handling a very tough situation so well. And now they are dominating the pick and roll. They combined to create what? 75 points per game off of their scoring and assists, which is easily the most in the NBA. That's over 60% of the Sixers offense, and I'll show you exactly how they get it done. But first, obviously, when you think about the Celtics, they're going to be going up against them, and Jason Tatum is very formidable. Watch this. Kristaps Porzingis' ability to stretch the floor allows Tatum to go to work. Bam. Nails it. And then again, Tatum, one-on-one. You know what they say when your big is on an island? Uh-oh, here we go. One-on-one, great spacing again for Tatum and the Celtics. One-on-one versus Turner. That's a quick blow-by maybe, but instead he's so talented, he can knock it down. He truly can knock it down. So what I really love about this matchup is, yes, the pick and roll in Philly is impressive. But look at this offense from Tatum. 79%, that's what he's shooting in the restricted area. Career best. 42% three-point field goal percentage. Best since his rookie year. But I do want to go to the Sixers because this pick and roll is what they will have to stop. Watch this. Drag screen early. I like how Maxie's releasing the ball very quickly. Comes off the pick and roll. Quick, quick dump pass. Two towers in the paint. Joel Embiid's like, no problem. What am I going to do? Just turn around, hit a quick little fade away. That's nice. But this play right here is why the Sixers have been winning. This is a quick pick and roll as the ball is offloaded. It's an ice screen. Ice screen means the drop coverage is there. They release. And Embiid and Maxi have been on the same page. Look at how he finds him. That's not an easy pass to make. Mind you, Joel Embiid has a career high in six assists per game this year. That's because the pick and roll is working, but also it's because he trusts his guy. So if you yeah. think about this matchup, it's what, two of the top three offenses yep. in, the w, uh, in the NBA. And so I'm really excited to see what they do and see who will take it to the max. Oh, I see what you did there, but let's not forget. The 76ers, the team that has stood in, in Joel Embiid's way time and time again, is the Boston Celtics. In a seven-game series last year, once again, like this, I think this is an early litmus test for the 76ers. They haven't really played anyone. They played the Bucks. They lost by one. They played a shorthanded Suns team. Like This is the time where we can say, 
okay, like holy. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. or okay, you're so close to being, you know, a second <laughs> or, round team. Or we could Maybe be saying that. The conference finals. They're humming early. Let's get to uh, Joel Embiid's former running mate and all of this, James Harden. How long do you think we're going to be making that transition from, from one guy to the other? Because he returns to Barclays Center for his second game with the Clippers tonight. He has 17 points, six assists in his first game of the season with the Clippers, but it wasn't enough to beat the Knicks. It takes time to gel, right? And Ty Lue, he preached giving it 10 games. So keep that in mind as you take a look at these numbers, right? The lineup of Harden, Kawhi, PG, Westbrook, and Zubots, they were minus 13 in the 18 minutes they shared the floor together. That is the worst point differential of any five-man lineup the Clippers have played this season. So Perk, what do you see as sort of the next step here to get the new look Clippers to get their second game together and come out with a win? You, you remember when I walked in here today? You remember yes. what I told yeah, you what our it. MO is today? We standing on business. And you know I go to produce a big list. Today I'm going to take over right now this segment as the host because Kawhi Leonard had some interesting comments after the game when they lost against the Knicks last game. No, it's going to be like that. Uh, we have uh, guys that can score the ball. won't be the only one. And uh, I just got to be ready when my opportunity comes. Anybody else got a problem with that? No. Why not? Like, what, what do Kawhi Leonard mean when his opportunity comes? He is the opportunity for the Clippers. It means he's being selfless. He, no, we need him to be – they need him to be selfish. Like, here's, he's their number one guy. He's a two-time finals MVP. He is a guy when healthy that is a top ten player in this league. So, at the end of the day, he should never be speaking like that. Like, no, it's Kawhi Leonard and then it's everyone else when it comes down to the Clipper. And you have said this plenty of time, Richard, when, Ka when Kawhi, this team goes as far as Kawhi Leonard takes them and it all evolves around his health because we have seen time and time again when he rises to the occasion. And I feel like T. Lou got to nip that in the bud right now. And I'm not panicking. I'm just saying those comments shouldn't be coming out of his mouth. He is the opportunity. Well, again, there's also an opportunity to be a leader. And sometimes when you know that your entire roster is filled with all-stars. And so Kawhi can say, hey, when my opportunity comes, I'm going to be ready. Because he's sending a message to Paul George. When your best player is that coachable, when your best player is saying those types of things, he's sending a message to the roster. I have to be ready when my opportunity. Now, he knows. Kawhi Leonard knows who he is. He knows he's going to get the ball. He knows all of these things. But he's sending the message to Paul George. I got to be ready when my time comes. He's sending the, rest, the, the message to Russell or Powell. He's sending that that message that when I when when the opportunity presents itself I need to be ready because that's the message he wants his entire team to have this isn't about me this isn't this is about the Clippers and how can we collectively as a group be better so if he's saying that to me I feel like he's being a leader and just establishing that hey every night is going to be somebody else same with the words it might be Steph it might be Clay it might be KD one night but collectively Collectively, we have to do it that way. I've, I've got a quick fix for the Clippers. In James Harden's debut, they had the least amount of passes in that game and the most amount of turnovers. Can we flip that? More passes, less turnovers, and I think that'll put them in a good position. James Harden said he saw unlimited potential, unlimited possibilities, even in the loss to the New York Knicks. They're hoping that they can flip that script, as you mentioned, Shanae, tonight as they visit James Harden's former team. Well, former, former. Which, which was like, wait, you got, got, got a right, couple years Let's now. stick in New York. Still to come on NBA Today, Victor Wembanyama, he makes his debut in Madison Square Garden tonight on ESPN. Woo. Richard, did you know another rookie made his own Mecca debut? 
you 38 years ago. His, I'm not his that old. Turned out I'm not right. talking about MJ. <laughs> Dylan Brooks and LeBron, they had some back and forth before tonight's matchup. Could Dylan be poking the bear? And is that a smart move this time around? We've seen this movie before. And Curry and Jokic, they battled tonight. So what got us thinking? Who is the best offensive player in the NBA? Ooh. Let's see the big list, big fella. NBA Today rolls on after. Not even a qu- that's not even a question. It is a question. No, it ain't. I got answers. Okay. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Draymond Green. For the Golden State Warriors, just want to give a shout out and a thank you to all the servicemen and women around the globe. Thanks for everything you're doing for our country and a special shout out to my younger cousin, Benny, who just joined the Army. Thank you for all your work that you guys are doing to protect our great country. Lovely message from Draymond Green. He is out tonight for personal reasons as the Golden State Warriors visit the Denver Nuggets, the last two teams to hoist the Larry O'Brien Trophy. They face off tonight on ESPN. So no Draymond. That means an offensive tear for Nikola Jokic. It isn't likely going to slow down any time soon. But Jokic isn't the only one who's putting on an offensive clinic. Steph Curry, he's having an insane start to his season. Steph has led the Warriors outright in scoring in all eight games, and he's the first player in NBA history to make four threes in each of his first eight games. So Kendrick Perkins, I'm having trouble distinguishing who's having a better start to the year, but it's yeah. a good thing that it ain't my list. It's not Richard's list. Yeah. It's not Chanae's list. It sounds like we need a big perks, big list of best offensive players. What you got? Yeah, and, and what's the motto today? We standing on business. That means this big perks list, best offensive players. And look, I don't need people getting in their feelings Damn it, if you made my list, you need to be grateful, okay? Because I'm giving you props. Okay, we starting at number five. Today, I feel your energy is there. I need you to stand on business right now. Run it! <laughs> Bam! There we go at number five, Jason Tatum. The man just hit 10,000 points. He's averaging 30 right now. No Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is gone. New team, no problem. He is a walking bucket. Zero flaws in his games. You want the hezzy pull up, he got it. You want the mid-range, you want turnovers over both shoulders, the post work. JT got it all, averaging 30 right now. And in the, you know, conversation, early MVP runners. Now we're going to number four. 
We still standing on business. Malika, give me your energy right now. <coughs> I'm waiting on it. I need you to stand on business. Let me get it. Bam! There we go. Joel Embiid. No Harden, no problem. Led the league last two seasons in scoring. Right now, the man is averaging 32 and doing it in great fashion and dealing with all type of distractions. So what? Put me on the floor with RJ, Malika, and Shanae and Perk and watch me still go to work <laughs> and watch me have a 5-1 and one record. That's what I'm seeing right now out of Joel and B. That's why he's number four on my list. Coming in at number three, we still standing on business. Shanae, I need more energy out of you. Give it to me right now. Sorry, Kathy. There we go. Jokic. Jokic. Jokic, the big fella. He's number three. What he's doing right now, MVP type season, MVP type numbers, doing it in all fashion. Has zero flaws for a center. Has actually changed the game at the center position with his ability to pass, the best passing big in the game. I got Jokic at number three, and he got a trade ball out this world. Now at number two. Oh, wait a second. Richard, your face ah, on this. Uh, it's, it's cool. Okay. It's cool. All right, it's cool. All right. He's not part of this. I'm standing on business today. And at number two, I will not disrespect the guys that have been carrying the torch for 10 years plus. Run it. Bam. Bay Area. The green-eyed brother, Steph Curry. You know why? Because he's averaging 30 right now, and he's been doing it for a long time. And not only did he change the game of basketball forever, but he's an underrated finisher. One of the best finishers in the paint that we've ever seen outside of Kyrie Irving at that size. He's unguardable. Even when he don't have the ball, he's still an offensive threat. And then coming in at number one. Richie, you're not a part of this because, damn it, I'm standing on business even more. Bam! Kevin Durant. Oh. You know why KD is up here? This is, a, this is a guy that can actually lead the league in scoring every single season. This is the best offensive player to ever touch the basketball. And guess what he's, guess what he's averaging right now? 30. 30-piece wing dinner all drumsticks. Hibachi style. Listen, here's the thing about KD, right? We could go down the list and we could look at all these fantastic players. And yes, I left some off and Luke and all that. But when it comes down to KD, he's one of one. And for his scoring and getting buckets, he's been carrying that title for about a decade, a little over a decade now. Okay. So again, I'm standing on business on Big Perk. I want to head back to the desk, but Please. let's just take one, one look at this Please. list, at Kendrick Perkins' big list yeah. here. All right, you take it all in. All right. That's right. And now we're going to head back to unpack this a little ah, bit okay. because Richard we've been talking a lot over the last couple of days I understand what you're saying big perk <laughs> that Nikola I think that Nikola Jokic you're, you're taking the guy who's the best shooter in NBA history changed the game one of the best offensive players in NBA history and Kevin Durant yeah. doing incredible things post yeah. to kill all of that stuff on another team right now you're taking him over the two-time MVP, the finals MVP, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, I'm paying homage to because they have been You're doing it. You're paying homage for, or you're being yeah, No, because they're paying, they have been doing okay. it over a longer period of time. Okay. And they're still doing Fair it. Fair enough. So let's talk about Nikola Jokic. He's playing tonight on our air. And we've been talking over the last couple of days, Richard. There are not that many guys at all who are offensively flawless. Is Nikola Jokic one of them in your mind? Y yes. And, I, and honestly, in the modern era, we've been thinking about 
how many players you can actually put. And it, again, it doesn't it doesn't diminish what certain players can do. Like Kevin Durant is not a triple-double monster. It doesn't mean he's not one of the greatest players of all time. It just means that that's not his initial weapon. LeBron James, the most versatile player we've ever seen. But when you look at Jokic, I, I beg someone to find something that he is not, you know, an A-minus at across the board. Passing, we know he's that. Uh, ball handling, especially for a center. We've seen the big guy lead the break. We've seen him do dribble handoffs. If you look at three-point shooting, he shot 40-plus percent. If you look at on the offensive glass, he creates extra shots. There is not a post-up. He can beat you just on post-ups. He can beat you just with his passing, his three-point shots. We know his float game, left, right hand. We know his turnarounds on the block. So if you can show me one statistic that he is not an A-minus in and how many players in NBA history can say that, and it's not just statistics. You could be a 38% three point shooter and like like Joel Embiid that's a huge if he's 38 percent from three that's that's a that's a plus for a big man because of his other ability so sure. just to me there is no flaw in Jokic's game and I can't say that about any other player on that uh, list that he just because showed. I floated Steph Curry and you said his, he doesn't have a post-up game doesn't have a, and that's again and that's not that, that, three what but Kyrie 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 is another player Kyrie is another player that I would add on that list that doesn't have a that doesn't have do, an offensive do, flaw do you know do you know is actually a stat out there when it comes down to two-point field goal percentage, like in the paint, like Steph Curry is an all-time great, like up there with Elijah Wan and Shaq. So that's that's what I'm saying. And, and again, I'm not sitting up here debating. Like if it was your list, I wouldn't be mad. I'm not debating. Hold on, no, 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 no. Listen, just calm down. I wouldn't be mad if you had Jokic at number one. I wouldn't be mad at that. Okay. But what I'm saying is, is when you look at Jokic and you look at KD and you look at Steph. None of those guys have flaws offensively. What I would say is this. Offensively, the way they can score, and this is the last thing I'll say. Scoring, I think there's tiers. I would say it's KD, Steph, and then Jokic. When you get into passing, those guys aren't even on the board. Like, Jokic can beat you it's more with his passing. And it's I think, more of a complete I think Jokic benefits from this idea that he grew up in positionless basketball. And with this positionless basketball, if you need him to knock down a three, I mean, we've all seen that. That thing is unblockable with how he Thumb shoots the ball. sling. Correct. Or uh, if you need him to score on the low post, he can do that. If you need him to facilitate an offense, which is essentially adding icing to the cake of what this argument is, that's Jokic. Was, and I think that's where he separates himself. Well, it's not an argument. Do, do we really realize that Steph Curry actually could just step on the floor without taking the shot and his great offense for the Golden State Warriors because that's how much attention he demand. Well, like, so we could go back and forth about what each player bring to the table and what's unique about each player. And that's why I said we could go down the line, but offensively I see zero flaws in either one of those guys' games offensively. Best? The question, you know, we posed is who's an a better offensive player, Steph or Jokic? And it feels like almost an unfair framing of that. But are they the two best offensive players? Well, I would say right this. Now, we, we, we talked about James Harden talking about I am a system. Both of those players are a system. Yeah. To learn how to play with Steph, you have to understand movement and positionless basketball. To under to play with Jokic, you have to be able to move without the ball, catch and shoot, and understand all of the things they were doing. They are two separate systems that are elite, elite, elite. I saw one flaw in what you said, Kendrick Perkins. Uh, I know that was your list and that's your opinion, but you said like 30 all drumsticks. You eat only drumsticks? No, we do wings. No, I switch. I mean, Flats. I have a preference every day. Well, okay. Wednesday may be drumsticks. Tomorrow, then Wednesday may be night flats. might be flats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
for tonight <laughs> for Jokic is flats or drumsticks. <laughs> I'm, kind of a, I'm kind of a drumsticks girl, but oh, in the last no. two games against Who Golden State, Jokic has recorded a triple Malik, double. Malik, flats or drumsticks Malik right now? Malika eats her drumsticks with a fork and knife. That's <laughs> Correct. That's Correct. A, that's Correct. A, that's Correct. A it's me and Greeny, and I'm not even no, mad about that's, it. That's, that's strange. I, I don't. Coming up on NBA Today, I don't know whether or not Dylan Brooks eats his wings with a fork or knife, but his plans tonight for LeBron James are something that you need to hear. I feel like we've seen this story before, and it didn't turn out great for Dylan Brooks. Nah, don't poke the bear. You're going to get mauled again. And the All-Star game could look very different this season. Woj is here in studio to talk about the possibility of the U.S. playing the world Ooh. next season. Plus, Victor Wembanyama, he makes his Madison Square Garden debut in a matter of hours. What can we expect for the rookie phenom? Don't go anywhere. You're watching NBA Today. What's bigger, Victor or the Big Apple? Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Ron, do you ever amaze or surprise yourself? Yep. Picked off. Here's Bradley ahead of the field. Goes to James on the Slammed up. Show us something, LeBron, there. Not getting the dunk contest, but he said, listen, All-Star Week is only a couple days away. Perhaps the Lakers need a little bit more of that tonight as LeBron and L.A., they square off against the Rockets. They're looking for their first road win of the entire season. Remember, the Lakers, they fell to 3-4 and four on Monday. Now they sit at 10th in the West. The Rockets, on the other hand, they've won three straight, and they're now led by their new vocal leader, Dylan Brooks. And remember, Brooks and LeBron, they have some history, to say the least. Y'all remember this? People out there that say maybe maybe you shouldn't do that with one of the better players in the game. What, I guess what what were you thinking? I don't care. He's old. He didn't poke the bad off. He pulled honey on him. That's what Dylan Brooks did. He, he pulled honey on himself. I hear from boy. I'm ready to play, and that's it. I appreciate it. And back the other way, three on one. LeBron taking flight. Oh, sitting with his chest. I've been doing this too long. I'm, I'm making those statements. Flagrant foul penalty two and has been ejected from the game. Yeah, see you later. Fans making me a villain. The media making me a villain. That just creates a whole different persona on me. So now you think I intended to hit LeBron James in the nuts. I'm playing basketball, basketball player. So it's safe to say that Brooks's comments, they backfired a little bit. LeBron dominated the matchup. The Lakers, they rattled off four straight wins. Brooks may have changed uniforms since their last matchup. But here, his mindset, it certainly remains the same. Ready to lock him up. Um, been shooting the ball well, he's been playing well. So I'm just there to uh, make him tired, uh, make him get into that you know, fourth quarter early. 
So it seems like uh, the past has not phased Dylan Brooks at all, even though Perk like poured honey on a photo of him the last time. Should he have poked the bear again? Yeah, he should. What else he supposed to do? Answer the, like, good job, keep up the good work. Like, what else he supposed to say? Look, Dylan Brooks is being the vocal leader, and he's balling, right? They gave him a bag, and he's showing up for H-Town right now. I, I bet you Memphis wish they had him back. They took Ooh. it for granted. I bet you Memphis wish they had him back. So, at the end of the day, now, whether or not Brian go go out there and give him that work, we, we got to see when the time comes. But at the end of the day, Hey, Dylan Brooks, I applaud him for that. Thank you, Dylan Brooks, for allowing us on NBA Today to talk about the Houston Rockets <laughs> in a meaningful hey, way. They're on a win streak. And this is what makes him him. This is what allows that dog to come out. He's got that dog in him. And I know it's better for better or for worse, but the reality is for this Rockets team, it's for better. I mean, this is a team that is 500, that is figuring some things out, getting that, taking the next steps. And what has this done for him personally? He's averaging 16 points per game. Y'all, he's shooting... 56% from three. This is part of his process to get going. Yes, it will go viral when you talk about anybody, especially LeBron James that way. Right. But this is his MO, and I enjoy it when – can I say we're winning? So. Yeah, you can say we're winning. <laughs> okay, 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 really. So you, he's got that dog. Dylan Brooks got that dog in him, right? He got that dog. Do you know what Jerry West said? Jerry West said he was a wolf and wolves eat dogs. That's what LeBron James does. When right. he sees him, he does, like, he's seen everything. So it's fun. It's comical to him. If anything, it gives LeBron a reason to wake up and actually go do something <laughs> on, on a Wednesday playing against the Rockets. Correct. So it's like, oh, I have a reason, just like <laughs> yeah, we saw MJ fun. in the last dance. Like, I, I'm going to make up something. Dylan's giving him something. So I respect it from Dylan, and I also respect yep. the way that LeBron handles it. Well, you mentioned the way that LeBron handled it. Let's listen to LeBron James on okay. this whole debacle. You know, he's one of those guys who love to compete, um, along with a lot of other guys in our league. Um, but I don't, I don't really dwell in the past too much. I think you know me over the years. I kind of leave that in the past and, and find a way that how can we get our first role win? That's the, that's what I'm, that's what my mindset is for sure. See, so that's LeBron James taking the high road. But in my mind, like from covering LeBron over the last couple of years, when he stays that, when he's even killed, when he. he Scary. Yeah. You gotta be. It's a little bit. Bron is gonna give him that work tonight. He gonna put on the show in yeah. H town. But again, you know what's you know what I'm gonna be watching for to see how Dylan Brooks teammates respond. Like how they're gonna come out. Well, and it's not just Dylan yeah. Brooks teammates, right? I know that, that it's uh, not LeBron James necessarily that you're watching in this one, Rich. Now Perk. Now, see now Perk. Perk is not a numbers guy. I am kind of a numbers guy. I'm not a numbers guy like Miss Stanford, Cheney, or Miss Portland State. Nah, I don't need you to come up here because I think you're going to interrupt my flow and my swag, all right? So, this is something that we have to talk about. Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is one of the best players in the world, Oh, right? It, 100%. But we're talking about Anthony Davis minutes. We're talking about LeBron's minutes. Now, listen, let me say this. With LeBron and Anthony Davis on the floor, they are plus 34 in 177 minutes. Look, your two best players on the floor, you're dominating game. That is beautiful. That's what the Lakers want. That's why the Lakers are off to an okay start given the fact that everybody is banged up. But let's talk about last year without LeBron. Last year, Anthony Davis, Seven and four in game Davis played during this stretch. This was when LeBron got hurt. Everyone thought the Lakers season was over. Anthony Davis stepped up and was one of the best players, if not the best player in the league. 27 points a game, 12 rebounds. He was plus 59 in that 11 games 
that they played without LeBron James. And that 7-4 and four stretch, that was a Lakers season. If they don't do this, they don't go to the conference final. So that was all Anthony Davis. Nobody else that was Anthony Davis and leading the squad. Now let's look at this year. Perk. In 81 minutes without LeBron, he is minus 78 as the leader, as the dog, as that dude on the team. Perk's dealing with a little sleep apnea. Just, just, just don't ignore him. Minus 78 in 81 minutes. I'm not here to talk trash about Anthony Davis. What I am saying is this. Darvin Ham has to figure out a team that they can put around Anthony Davis that can get him back to those numbers from ding, last ding, year ding. versus the numbers from this year. Now, I know there's have a ton of injury. They got no Rui. They got, they got no Vanderbilt. You have guys that are banged up. So, for me, it's about how can Darvin Ham come up with the squad that they can put around Anthony Davis in these non-LeBron minutes. Because for a player that talented right. in a short amount of time to be minus 74, that is unheard of. He's too good, so you got to put the right mix and match around them to accentuate that. Look, to the people who do the analytics and the, and, and, and the numbers, kudos to them. But That's a mean that, step, that That was so misleading. Because that plus minus could go in so many directions. It's we going could, down. Us four, us four and Zach could be on the floor, and Malika could have 10 points and 10 rebounds. As I do. And we could be we could be losing the damn game. Richard could not be doing this part. I could not be doing this part because Shanae could have 20, and we could be a negative 11, and it's going to affect y'all plus, plus minus. But so at the end of the day – like what 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 Richard said at the end about putting a team around him doesn't this kind of come back to Austin Reeves like Austin Reeves was the third best guy when it mattered for the Lakers who's setting up AD that, right that, now that's that's my point that's why I was saying that hey you know when James Harden was available you need someone to be setting the table you need a sure. PG in there but the only reason the only reason that you you hold it not the only reason because he is that dude. Yes. Because he's proven to be that dude in the past. So because he's making over $40 million him. a year. Like, that's why the, money thing the expectations the money, the money doesn't, there for the money it's not, it's not just Austin Reeves, though. When the Lakers won a championship in 2020, didn't they have really big bang centers so that AD could play the 4-2 and then sometimes slide to the 5? Mm. They really need those big bang centers so that he can sort of have a little bit of rest while he is playing. And then on top of that, you just have to look at overall. Like, they will have to find time for their shooters to make shots. So I don't think it's just Austin Reeves. I don't think it's just the guards. I think it's trying to make him comfortable with whatever scenario is out there. They need a backup five. Yeah. And then they need to make sure he's get, good yeah. when he's yeah. And they gotta get healthy. The only thing I'm saying, I'm not here to I'm not here to attack Anthony Davis. I'm not. I'm saying the Anthony Davis minutes without LeBron on the floor are diabolical numbers. And, so they have to figure out the team around him to help them get past and that. And when LeBron is on the floor, what has LeBron did after the first game we had him on, on we caught his video feed when he was talking to Phil Handy, what he said. I could play the point. And then down the stretch, when he took over that fourth quarter, I believe it was against the Magic. It was when he took over the fourth quarter. He was at the point. They got to have a point guard. D'Angelo Russell is too slow. They got to have a point guard that's going to push the pace and set the time. They have one a little bit ago. It has nothing nothing to do with Anthony Davis. It's everyone else. I respect that, Burke. Oh, God. Still to come on NBA Today. Let's just get to break. The NBA might change the All-Star game to the United States versus the like world. This is 2025. But is the international team just too good? We're going to debate that roster what? next. What?
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You're watching NBA Today. The 2025 NBA All-Star Game, it is coming to San Francisco. Commissioner Adam Silver, he made the official announcement earlier this week from Chase Center. Now, he was asked what was the most exciting thing about the 2025 game, what that would be, and here's how he answered it. People are out there talking about concepts about a Ryder Cup-type format, maybe thinking about U.S. players playing against global players. I just know we're looking at all different approaches to All-Star, and, and, and this is a great market to try new things. I mean, when you think of innovation, you think of the Bay Area, you think of San Francisco and the Oakland area. So, like, stay tuned. Senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski is with us. And before we get to the 2025 All-Star, All-Star game, just a quick reminder, this year's game, it's in Indianapolis. We're returning to the East versus the West team's standard scoring, so that means no drafts, no Elam ending, all that. But what Adam Silver said is about 2025, potentially going to that USA versus world format. How realistic is that to come to fruition? Yeah, Adam Silver said people are talking about the Ryder Cup format. That means Adam Silver's talking <laughs> and the league is talking about a Ryder Cup format, a USA versus the world. Uh, Adam Silver doesn't throw these things out because he just thought of it on the way to the news conference. Right. It's always by design. And so certainly he is setting the stage uh, for that and talked about 2025. And typically in these situations, if the league has done their research, they take it to the owners. They typically get support on these kind of league events. So uh, I don't think it's an accident Adam Silver threw it out. I think the possibility is very real. Richard seems excited about that What's idea. Wrong? What's wrong with you now? What's wrong with me now? Woj, potentially in this format, the all-star game, which is the best players in the world, in this format, the 30 players that would be there, would they be the 30 best players in the world? Nope, they'd be the okay, 15 then, best what, yeah. international and the 15 best United States or no. North American players. Yep. And that's, no, that's yeah. right. Well, and that's yeah. my issue. That's yeah. my issue. I actually I understand that. It's going to be the big issue with this. And, and we did the exact same thing. My rookie, like it, before with the rookie sophomore game, it was international players. This was when they had Tony Parker and Rabrasha and Pau Gasol. So we're like, man, we have this influx of international players. And so then it was international versus U.S. That's fine. The only problem is the all-star game is the 30 best players in the world. Not international, not American. It's the 30 best players. So this format will exclude players. Now, if you're an all-star and you have all-star numbers and you're the, you're the third seed and you should be the second all-star, let's say Chris Middleton in Milwaukee, and the next thing you know, you don't make an all-star game because they want to have more international players in presence, then that is undeserving. I think that part is un actually unfair. Probably, though, would you argue you're still probably going to have the best 20 players in the world. Yes. Maybe the best 23, 24, 25. Mm -hmm. 
just because there's fewer international players, there'll be less depth at the end. But if we did that right now, a U.S. versus the world, say the top seven guys, we, just really, it would really be quick. fair. Yeah, right? it's a really insane. In the past 10 years, we've had Devin Booker called into his first All-Star game. We've had, we've had uh, Dame Lillard pushed into as an alternate. So it is so – like you got Dame Lillard and Devin Booker fighting to become an All-Star. These guys that are like – could be first-team All-NBA, both of these guys. And now we're saying that these guys would be completely excluded so that we could have this type of international versus American. I don't think that that is fair, and I think players, they're going to lose it. Not to mention, I mean, the question of what? like and I like it. I mean, Adam Silver, he's standing on business. I mean, you know, last <laughs> that's last, last year the All Star Game. I mean, we didn't. You know, a lot of people was complaining about the competition. Sure. He just, you know, Adam Silver, he's standing on business on on how to make it better for the fans. I'd also be curious, how would someone like Joel Embiid? Would he, who is playing for Team USA, would he be an international player in this? Would he be? Mm-hmm. That's something. Whatever that gave me the best chance to, to make the All Star Game. That's what I would do. <laughs> Richard's gonna go change, go end up playing a different sport and yeah, different just so that he can. You like me, you know. <laughs> Thank you so much, Woj, for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. More Woj coming up on NBA Countdown. Coming up on our show. Guys, there are 28 teams playing tonight. Who has the highest ceilings? Who has the lowest floors? And which direction are the Phoenix Suns headed? That discussion is next. Larry Brown tried to trade you in the Olympics of Slovenia. <laughs> I, I, I would have welcomed it. I would have welcomed it. I would have welcomed it. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Malik, you going up? Yeah, we're, come on, we're coming into the show. Where the hell is everybody? Girl, we gotta go! Come on, Perk! I'm not running, I'm speed walking. Where the hell have you guys been? Seriously. I'm glad we all made it. The yeah. elevator works, and that means it's time for some elevator pitch. What we're going to do here? We're going to spotlight a couple of teams, and we want a little sell, a little elevator pitch on why this team is going up to their ceiling or potentially down <laughs> to their floor. All right, everybody got it? We got places to be, we got pitches to hear, so this is going to be fast. Get it, Richard? Got it, Richard? You're first up. Ding, ding, ding. Let's see Ooh, who we got. got. We got Okay, the Phoenix Suns. Remember, Devin Booker out tonight. Bradley Beal questionable, so he could return against Chicago. 24 seconds. They going up or going down? They are going up. Why? Because we do not judge somebody how they start. It's all about how you finish. When you look at the Phoenix Suns, look, no Bradley Beal. We know what Kevin Durant is going to do. We know what Devin Booker is going to do. Honestly, I even know what Frank Vogel, what his principles are as a coach. So to me, they're going up. There are a lot of teams in this league that start off a little banged up, and then they get healthier as the season goes. So that 
is all. I don't even need 24 seconds. Is that smooth? I'm loving the elevator music too. All right, Janae Gumake, you're up. There's oh, the buzzer. Wow. Let's oh. see next floor. Who we get? Who do I have? Who we got here? Ooh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, All right. Oh, they no. have the worst record in the NBA. They By take far. on the Miami Heat. Do you see this year continuing to trend up or trend down? 24 seconds to go. I know we affectionately call the Grizzlies the dark side. And where things that are dark, they are down at the bottom. So <laughs> they're going down. As you mentioned, Malika, the worst record in the NBA. I think they have eight guys out in the game tonight, plus one doubtful. This is not looking good. So, yeah, yeah, the elevator, it's like the button got jammed and then boom, you dropped. Yeah, yeah they're on the Cooper flag watch. <laughs> they are flagged for the Cooper flag watch. I'm looking forward to this. Congratulations. Oh, good. Bam. See, Ding. they beat the buzzer as well. I, well. How many games, what's the record need to be when Jaw comes back in order for them to be in the playoffs? Like, that's the question. Over 500. They are not. To do that's something. okay. Perk, you're next. I'm just Last stop on our elevator ride. As it should. Minnesota Timberwolves. Remember, they have beat the Boston Celtics. They have beat the Denver Nuggets. Handed them their only losses of the season. Has they already hit their ceiling? Are they going up? Are they going down? Oh, they going up. And you know why they're going up? Because Anthony Edwards, Ant-Man, he's going up. And look, you see all these memes across the internet of, you know, the split faces between him and Mike, with him and Michael Jordan. You know why? Because this young man plays both sides of the basketball. Did you see him with four, five fouls in overtime and buckle down and strap Jason Tatum up to get a crucial jump ball? This is what you do. Let's take the elevator to Madison Square Garden Ooh, tonight. They got Victor elevator Wembenyama, the Yeah, they got oh. a couple. He's going to be <laughs> taking on his biggest stage yet. Madison Square Garden. Can he match some of the best MSG debuts of all time? Cue the elevator music. Ooh. We'll discuss that next in 60 seconds. I don't know. I've had my career high in Madison Square. Can you match me? <laughs> NBA Today is brought to you by the CMA Awards, live tonight, 8, 7 central on ABC. Number 23, Michael Jordan. Oh, no. Michael Jordan double clutching on the reverse side of the board. Well, Michael Jordan is a complete player. He plays both ends of the floor. What a jam by Jordan. And it turned down the partisan crowd here who appreciates a great talent, even if he isn't wearing a white uniform. That's right. On this date, 39 years ago, Michael Jordan, he made his MSG debut, and it was one for the ages. Because look at this, 33 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. I mean, that's just all-time stuff, right, from MJ. But... Another generational talent making his debut tonight. And of course, that's Victor Wembanyama at the Garden. So here's Victor, right, taken in the scene, walking into Madison Square Garden. Gosh, you have to imagine just how he's feeling. You need to hear his thoughts about playing at the Mecca for the very first time. I've heard from so many people that this is the best basketball, you know, gym in the world. And I'm just, you know, I'm eager to find out. But uh, it's, I'm definitely... Expecting some, yeah, some good uh, team and individual performances here, yeah. It's not as big as I expected, but still the vibe is here. What are your expectations for tonight and the crowd and just playing in this, this environment? A tough game, you know, physical, physical and, uh, yeah, you know, passionate fans. So there have been plenty of countless impressive MSG debuts. We can show you the, the list of them, but I know the numbers maybe won't get. We were talking about Wilt and other people. Yeah, we're, not, we're not talking about that, but what do you it's expect? Hard to, it's hard him? to do Wilt numbers anywhere, but right. this is what I'm saying. When we're looking at this, 
I think his numbers, again, whatever his average is, that's what I'm going to say. Now, does he going to rise and, and maybe he'll get the juice? But I think the San Antonio Spurs are still figuring it out. But he's going to be a problem. He is going to have an epic performance at some point in time in MSG. I'm just mad he's in the Western Conference, so you only get him once a year. Park? I believe he's going to do it tonight. You know, I think he's going to have one of those type of nights tonight. And now, look. And, I, and, and I'm straddling the fence a little bit oh, because God. Tom Thibodeau is the one to pull out his playoff bag on these type of occasions early in the season. And you may see a lot of double teaming, but I think Victor go get them people to work tonight. I agree. I mean, he leads his team in points, rebounds, steals, and blocks. And I think we've seen in his short little tenure as a spur that he loves to rise to the occasion. He loves the competition. And so MSG is no better occasion than your debut. Yeah, for, I mean, forget about the numbers with him. It's like... It's that feeling, he like he 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 is, he and is like a dog. don't let his frame you fool, know, you. fool you. This guy wants to. He he. We talked about this in, in our interview. He wants to go out there and he wants to get after his opponent, and he knows that those lights, like when those lights are the brightest, like that is when he thrives. You know what he told Dennis Schroeder the other day? I I don't need your help. I ain't asked you for your help. Oh, wow. Yeah, you didn't see it. Nice. Well, but, but, but he's the type of player who doesn't – he's like a Giannis in that, right? He doesn't necessarily want to – Work out with guys. Fraternizing yeah. with the players that he's going to have to go toe-to-toe with between uh, the lines. Speaking of, by the way, behind us over here, Tom Brady, I don't think you're that tall, my oh, friend. Oh, absolutely not. What, what's we the reality that's here? That's photoshopped, right? We both – everybody – We 100% believe that, yes, next to – Victor Webbanyama, he's a little bit short. Great That's going to do it for us. He's got a great head of hair, though. Okay, great head of hair. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate.